What do you do when you built a successful business that everybody loves, but it's making you miserable? Hi, welcome to another week of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. Today, we've got a whopper of a question. What happens when your business makes all of the benchmarks and all of the milestones? It makes the money, you have client satisfaction, there's room to grow, but you're miserable. How do you get out from under that? How do you pivot and change a business that works for everybody but you? Here goes. Heather, I just watched one of your online trainings. In it, you mentioned people who built successful online businesses only to find themselves miserable and hating them. That's me, and I can't tell you the relief I felt in hearing that I'm not the only one. I felt ungrateful, selfish, and foolish. My business made almost 100K last year, and I hate everything about it. I had a large following and people interested in my services. I asked them what would be most helpful to them, and they unanimously asked for a membership community, so I went with it. Heather, I'm not a community person. I never wanted to be a leader or someone who's so relied on so intensely. I never wanted that kind of responsibility, and I never really asked for it, honestly. I wanted to be an online teacher of sorts. I thought I would offer online workshops and lectures, and that ultimately my business would be largely passive. I just hate my job, but it's financially lucrative, and I hear every day from the members how important it is to them. I cannot imagine letting them down and closing it, but I just hate it. I feel trapped. You talked last week about goal setting and I didn't even bother. I'm stuck. Help. Okay. First, you need to take a deep breath. You need to give yourself some credit for the successes that you've reached and the milestones you've made because what that's going to do for you is show you what you're capable of. You're going to be able to tune into your potential, your ability to grow another business or to pivot this business into something that works better for you. I get that you're looking around at all the milestone markers. You're seeing the money coming in. You probably have a couple of team members that are relying on you for their income now and you have a host of happy satisfied members who are going to have no idea what you're talking about when you want to talk about some changes and I know that means that a lot of hard conversations and a lot of hard decisions are looming before you that can be incredibly intimidating but I want you to ask yourself a really important question here how much longer do you think your business can maintain its success while you're faking it. Because sure, when people are in membership communities and they're around like-minded people, they feel connected, they feel motivated, they feel inspired, and that can last and create a really awesome honeymoon for a good amount of time. But at some point in time, as the face of this community, as the leader of this community, I do believe people are going to figure out that your heart's not entirely in it. And before they figure it out, why not take a moment to pause, regroup, and reflect on the business you do want and where you want it to go. Take the do-over. And I'm imagining that as you hear me say the phrase, take the do-over, you're telling me the reason why you wrote this letter is you have no idea how to do that. 
And I get it. It is an incredibly intimidating process to start over. It's intimidating to think about simply pivoting at a 45 degree angle and heading in a slightly different direction. But the first step in this process is to remind yourself of what you're capable of. You're capable of building successful businesses. This one is working. It's just not working for you. And you can use all of your skills and all of your talents to turn it into something that not only serves the people who are leaning on you, but serves you too. The first step is to make the decision to choose hard. You're going to have some hard choices to make, but everything you want is on the other side of it. And I'm going to talk to you more about that right on the other side of this break. Thanks so much for writing in. Tune in. I know I've got your back with this. Talk soon. The first step in this process is going to be giving yourself permission to make a change simply because you're not happy that your happiness is reason enough to make that shift. That is where business owners really get stuck. When they come to me and they're hiring me to work with them on rebuilding and rebooting their businesses, they always come to me several months too late. They've been so unhappy, they've been so burnt out, but they feel trapped in the decisions of their own making. They have no idea how to get out because they have employees that are relying on them. They have members that are looking to them, social media followers that are inspired by them, and the amount of pressure that comes with letting people down, disappointing them, keeps them stuck and frozen. There's no way we can get you feeling better in your current model because my story about you is you've already tried that. And if it were possible, you would have already done it. The reason why you're here, the reason why you're in this stuck position is because the business model doesn't work for you. You said it yourself, you're not a community person. You didn't wanna be some gigantic face of a business and a leader and feel personally responsible for the issues and pain points that people were bringing to you. I hear really clearly that you had a wealth of knowledge, you had a storage of um, experiences that you had hoped to share through courses, lessons, workshops, and trainings, that you wanted some sort of barrier, some sort of boundary between you and the people consuming your content. You had never planned really on a one-on-one relationship. You wanted to be the person delivering the lecture who simply maybe took a few questions at the end, but the one-on-one personal relationship is exhausting you, and that's okay. There's nothing to feel bad about. And I understand how you got here. And I need you to understand how you got here. Because the first thing business coaches are telling people who are building new businesses are to go to the people, go to your ideal clients, ask them how they're suffering, and ask them how you can help. So of course you follow that advice. You had this following, you had a bunch of people listening to you, you asked them what they wanted, and you delivered. And you made a lot of people happy. You just didn't make yourself happy. 
and your happiness matters because right now you're carrying a dead weight. Sure, your audience thinks they're satisfied. Sure, they feel like their needs are being met, but their needs are being met while you are carrying a dead weight. Who knows what you're capable of once we remove the dead weight and you can move into a role in your business that feels way more authentic for you, more genuine and more personally inspiring for you. If we can get you there, we can help you make even more impact and even more income in your business. But first we have to get you there. And the first step in that process, once you have given yourself permission to make a move or make a change, simply because you're not happy, is you have to ask yourself the same question you asked your audience. What is it that you want? How do you want to serve? What are the pain points you want to help? And how do you want to deliver those services? Now that you've experienced this level of success, the responsibility that comes with it, how do you want to move through your professional life? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? It's a theme in the show regularly, getting crystal clear on what it is you want and taking the steps to getting there. You now know that community, a lot of one-on-one -on -one interaction isn't what you want. Do you still want to go back to the online workshop, workshop idea? Do you still hope to be a professor of sorts in the online community? Or has your vision, picture of yourself, dream for yourself shifted even more? You're telling me in the letter where you started, but now that you've done this, now that you've accumulated some wealth, now that you've found success, has that original vision changed? Do you want something else? Before we can do anything, we have to get you tuning into that. I promise you this isn't going to be the worst thing to have happened to you or your business and there is a way of getting out of it. We have to change the story of trapped. We have to get you out of thinking that because you've built it, you're stuck with it. Because that is the thinking that's keeping you from imagining what's really possible. From thinking about how you could change the way you're working in your business, the way you're serving your community. You're not seeing the potential because you see every decision you've made for yourself that isn't quite working out. So the first thing I want you to think about before we think about burning it down, and I tell you, I've worked with business owners who have just burnt it down to the ground and rebuilt it and started completely over. But the first thing I want you to think about is this idea that you wanted to make money more passively, that you didn't want that one-on-one -on -one interaction with people, you didn't want that responsibility, and you didn't want being the face of the business to look like that. That being said, you have a successful business model. You have a service that's helping people and is bringing in money. And I want you to look at the story that it wouldn't continue if you made changes to how you move through the business. If you think about the parts of running a community, the parts of running a membership site that aren't working for you, 
do you need to be doing those parts? Because you've now built a successful business. You have now created a community of people that are connected, that are working together, sharing together, learning from one another. And might you be able to hire someone to do the parts of this business that don't light you up? that don't serve you. Community managers, for example, are a new position where membership communities and sort of those group community, group coaching programs, a lot of people are leaning on this new position called community manager, where you could hire someone who can meet with the new members, orient them to the program, talk to them about the services that the membership can get, can be the go-between between the members and you. It doesn't always need to be you. If your style is one where you prefer to lecture or present or present workshops and you don't want to do so much one-on-one, -on -one, you can hire someone to do that one-on-one -on -one and you can take a step back from that type of interaction and go back to doing the trainings, go back to presenting the content, to delivering information in the way that feels more comfortable to you. Because what you're talking about is that your audience has a need and a pain point. They ask to solve that pain point with the community. They may not need or rely on you to be the face of that community so much as they need the information you have, the things you have to learn from them, the things that you could do to mentor them. And mentoring can look different. You have created a certain model and you haven't told me what kind of membership community you run or what sort of systems or structures you have in place and the way you deliver services to your members. And if you wanted to follow up, you certainly can. But given what I know, I'm telling you that like, if you are offering one-on-one -on -one calls in your membership and those don't light you up, stop offering one-on-one -on -one calls and start presenting video trainings. I'm sure at this point in time, you have somebody who's been in your community or on your team long enough that when these questions come into play, would know how you would answer anyway. Perhaps it doesn't need to be you doing the one-on-one -on -one service. Perhaps you can take a back seat, let someone else do that, and then you get to sit in your zone of genius. You get to sit in the skill set that you value, that you enjoy, and where you feel like you would be the most beneficial. Again, I don't know your business model. I don't know how well this would work or wouldn't work, but I want you to change your story about being trapped because there's a lot here that we have to work with. What I really imagine you need before you go into your business and do some huge overhaul, before you start the whole thing over, build it from the ground up, my story about this situation is you need at least another set of eyes on this. Somebody who can look at your business, look at what you're doing, how you're serving, what you're delivering, what you're not delivering, what your members are getting, what they're not getting, and really offer you a second set of eyes on the potential for this business and how you could shift or change your role into something that's more personally satisfying. 
that's something that I do for my clients. I would happily do it for you if you'd like. You can follow up with me, and I'd gladly work with you on this. But if you have business mentors, business colleagues, other people who are in the space and the type of business you're running, I would really encourage you to reach out and ask somebody almost to audit your business for opportunities where you could withdraw and replace yourself with somebody else or redesign the structure so that it could better serve you. It's really my story here that you are not seeing the potential for your existing business on how it can move, pivot, or change to something that would be more desirable for you. But that being said, if you do ultimately decide that there is very little to this business that lights you up or that you don't even care about the content anymore, that the topic and the things you're talking about are no longer things that hold and maintain your passion and you really don't want it anymore, you do get to simply close down your business. Obviously, you would need to do it with integrity. Obviously, you would need to give your membership fair warning. You would need to give any team members you've hired to help you run the membership fair warning. But you do get to say, hi, I know that you came to this community hoping for X, Y, and Z. I worked really hard to help you. I delivered A, B, and C. But at this point in time, this business, this community, this membership is no longer serving me. So I've opted to make a change. You can deliver that message. Businesses close all the time. It's very similar to if you think about giving a resignation at work, letting people know that you've gone as far as you can and you need to make a change. Obviously, part of doing it with integrity would be to meet with other business owners in similar space as you, to lean on them, to say, hey, I have some people who need help. Can I refer them to you to give your current members new options for what's next? But my guess is you just need permission to do that, but that might not be what you really want to do. If you need permission to burn it to the ground and start completely over, consider that. The natural consequence is, is that you're going to take the financial hit on that, that it's going to take you a while to build a new second business that meets or exceeds the income of your current business. But it's certainly possible. You will also have to disappoint team members and members in your community. But disappointing people is not a reason not to make a change that you need to make for yourself. That yes, when we make changes, we sometimes disappoint other people. That's the natural consequence. But just because it's a natural consequence, it doesn't mean you're making the wrong decision. It doesn't mean it's the selfish decision. And it may ultimately be right for everybody involved. But you gotta get a second set of eyes on your current business. You have to know that everything that comes next is entirely in your control. You get to say when, you get to say how, and you get to pull the plug. You need to tune into the potential your business has and you need to tune into your personal power. Once you have those two things in your back pocket, anything is possible. I also wanna spend some time changing your story about community. 
because if you're telling me in your letter here that your members are really happy, that they feel like their needs have been getting met, and that you're taking really good care of them, my story about that is that they care about you. That if they knew that you weren't happy, that this wasn't working for you, and that you wanted to make a change, my guess is you wouldn't be alienating as many people as you think. Because when we successfully build communities, we're successfully building groups of people who start to care about one another, who have a picture that's a little bit bigger than themselves. And I think that once you get crystal clear on the parts of this community that aren't working for you, the parts of the membership or the way you've designed your service delivery that isn't making you happy, I do think that you could talk to your community about that. You simply cannot have that conversation with them though until you're clear on what you wanna offer or do with them instead. It's not fair to say, hey, I've been offering weekly one-on-one -on -one calls. That's no longer working with for me. I was wondering if you guys minded. Because they might mind or they might not mind, but the last thing you want is to give them power and control and what you do instead of the one-on-one -on -one calls. You need to have a clear picture on what you would offer or what would need to be replaced in order for this to be maintained. And then, just like any relationship, you would have a conversation with your members to say, when we started this membership together, I was full of motivation, I was full of inspiration, and I really thought that I wanted to be one-on-one -on -one with my members every week, giving them the information they needed, being the support they needed, and I gave it my best shot and it's just not working for me because in my heart, I am not someone who works one-on-one. -on -one. My real dream was to be more of a professor, more of someone who could come in, give you the information you needed to know, and allow you the time and space to absorb it on your own timeline, and then you and I could meet again when it was time for another lesson. So many of these hard conversations that people are having, the reason why it's hard is you don't know the words to say. What I'm trying to walk you through here is how to communicate transparently. You can't have a hard conversation in an open-ended manner. So you do need to know what's not working and what you would like to do instead. But once you know those two things, I would really encourage you to talk to your community. Yes, absolutely. Some people bought into your membership because they wanted exactly what you were offering at the time in the exact way you were offering it. And they will leave your membership once they hear change is coming. That's okay. They're no longer your ideal clients because they want one-on-one -on -one work and you don't want to deliver one-on-one -on -one work. So the natural consequence of that boundary will obviously, hopefully, be met with some relief that you no longer have to serve people who need you to serve in a particular way. Everything that's left, all of that potential, 
gives you room to explore and use a little bit of trial and error to find out what you could do instead. So for example, if you want to get back to a lecture model and you've been delivering one-on-one -on -one services, and again, I think I'm probably making some huge assumptions here. I'm trying to fill in the lines between the white spaces in your letter. But if you know that, then do a pre-recorded training. Before you lock yourself into a decision, try something new on for size. Instead of showing up for a live workshop, do a pre-recorded training. Put it in your membership site and see how people respond to it. You know what's not working, but you may not know what is going to work and what does make you happy. So before you lock yourself into another decision, give yourself permission to be curious and to explore. The trial and error period is really important. One of the things that I think business coaches forget to talk about is the evaluation process that goes beyond the numbers. So many business coaches, when they're helping new business owners build their business, talk about the numbers, the money coming in, the money going out, the expenses, the potential for growth, and all of those things. But they never tell you, coach you, or encourage you to do check-ins with yourself, to ask yourself, how is this working for you? How do you like this? Is it making you happy? Is it what you thought? And I know that a lot of people listening to this are going to think that kind of internal dialogue is largely self-indulgent. But that's how we avoid the mess you're in right now. That's how we avoid people building businesses that don't light them up, that aren't making them happy, and no longer serve their passions. You have to regularly, as you're developing a business, as you're creating new products, putting new services and products out there, evaluate. How does this fit with me? How does this sit in my skin? Do I feel more me? Do I feel like a better version of me? Do I think I'm playing small? Am I leaving money on the table? Am I giving too much of myself away? Those types of questions. You have to have an internal conversation with yourself regularly. I advocate for once a quarter. So every three months, check in with yourself. How is this working for me? Recently, you heard me talk about a one-on-one -on -one Voxer plan that I offer my members. And one of the things that I do is I offer people, Voxer is a walkie-talkie app, and they have access to it. And it's like voice text messaging where they can leave me and record me a message. And I get back to them Monday through Friday during regular business hours. Hours. I had this idea that I wanted to deliver it as a product or service, but before I delivered it to the masses, before I put it out to my community, before I told anybody about it, I simply offered it individually to five people who I thought would be a good match for it. Once I had that experience and I worked with those five people, I was able to adjust the pricing structure that I had around it. I was able to figure out what kind of boundaries I needed to put in terms of the types of conversations I could have using an app versus the types of conversations I really needed to still have on a one-on-one -on -one call. It allowed me the evaluation process 
And then later, months later, I've rolled it out as an offering to my larger community and my email list and people listening to me on my podcast. But I explored it first with a little bit of trial and error. And that's how I was able to find that it really was a delivery service option that really worked for me, that excited me, and that was getting my clients incredible benefits. If I had just rolled it out because my clients had asked for it, I probably would have had a very different experience. I would have felt a little boxed in. I would have felt perhaps like they were running my show and my business over me. But the trial and error part, the ability to interact with the people who were in that beta program, who tested it out with me to get their feedback, really set me up for success. So the last thing I want you to do is to change your program delivery option in an automatic, finite way. I want you to think in beta. I want you to think in trial and error. And you can be transparent with your community about it. You can say 2017 was a great year for us. We connected on A, B, and C. We accomplished D, E, and F. And in the coming year, I'm really hoping to X, Y, and Z. And let them know that you're going to be making some changes. Let them know that you're going to be trying some new things. And these things are largely going to be temporary. You can have that dialogue with them and have it with yourself. That way, as you're rebuilding, as you're recreating, you are ensuring that this doesn't happen again. You may outgrow your business again. That has happened to me several times in the two years since I've started this online business, but you won't trap yourself again. You'll hold your power and you'll hold your business's potential. I almost didn't take a bite out of your question today because in all transparency, in order to really help you see the potential and power in your current business or ways that you could change it, I really did need a little more detail. I sent you an email as a follow-up to your question offering us to work together one-on-one because I think this is the perfect situation where one-on-one work is really essential and important. A podcast episode can really only take you so far and I can tell that you're trapped in decisions of your own making and I know I can get you unstuck and I know I can get you to see the potential and power your current business has and I know I can help you rebuild something that feels more authentic and genuine to you. I'm really glad you reached out to me with your question. I think we started a really important conversation and I hope you'll allow me the opportunity to continue it. The same is true for anybody else listening to this show. We know the limitations of podcast episodes. We know that they could be good foundations for ideas, opportunity, and potential, but sometimes we need one-on-one help to really make the actions possible possible and effective. If you're needing a second set of eyes on your business, I work with people on all kinds of ways. You can work with me on a bi-weekly basis or a monthly basis or put me on retainer. I'm happy to talk to you about how I might be able to serve you and your business. 
Find me over at Heather at ChooseToHaveItAll.com. Thanks so much for having this conversation with me today. I really enjoyed it. I hope it's a start of an important conversation you'll all have with yourselves about evaluating your businesses, whether or not they're serving you, and giving yourself permission to make a change when it's no longer working for you. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Bye for now.